0: In Belgium, you have Brussels International Festival of Eroticism. In Germany, you have Venus Awards. In USA, you have GayVN, Pornhub, XRCO, Nightmoves, XBiz, and the Always Sexy AVN, probably just to name a few. Now, did you know that the first award for AVN was awarded in 1984? So... Yeah, I was already born, but I definitely wasn't watching. (laughs) On this week's episode, I am talking all about adult industry award shows. I tapped into this topic in one of the earlier episodes, and after many comments about it, I chose to dive in just a little bit deeper. Grab a glass of champagne, put on your sparklies, you are a girl, and enjoy my thoughts experience as we go behind the XXX Rope award shows. (laughs) Stay tuned. Welcome lovers to another sexy episode of the Dirty Blonde podcast. I am your Dirty Blonde, Bridget B, and I'm so happy that you're with me today. So like I mentioned earlier, I gave a couple of fun facts and let's just get into it. We don't have time to waste. No one's getting any younger. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I hope your week was a great one. And I hope to start your week, I guess, middle of the week, with another perspective, with another um, point of view, shall we say, on something very dear and close to my heart, which is award season. A glam girl always loves any chance that she can get on that red carpet and just glam it up. So let's go into the basics of it all, as we always do on this show, so you can really get a foundational understanding of some topics that for the average person is just so foreign to them. And I don't blame you because if you live in Wichita, Kansas, you're not exactly going uh, to the red carpets for x or the Gay VNs or Pornhub. And that's fine because that's just not your lifestyle, but it is all mine. So I'm so happy to share it with you today because I saw a couple of comments that I hadn't read before on the uh, previous episode and where I touched on just a tip of this uh, topic. And I thought it was definitely worthwhile to go in and go in deeper. So what is award season? Award season in... In a nutshell, no pun intended, it's just a time period in the year when most of the awards take place, although there are certain ones that happen sporadically throughout the year. But for the most part, between the months of October and January, that is award season. There is a certain time period during the year where companies, uh, the major players in the mainstream adult industry go in and deliver their goods. Uh, publicists uh, performers, and performers themselves can nominate themselves for over 100 categories. And this is just speaking on AVN. I want to preface and disclaimer that because this is the Dirty Blonde podcast, I am solely speaking on my own experience. There are Many other niches such as Ink Awards, Alternative Awards, Webcam. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I'm sure we could spend years tackling every subject. However, because it is my perspective, I'm going to give you just basic mainstream that I attend because I'm not trying to give you information of things that I don't know about. So, and if you're here, you already know that. (laughs) So, with the award season being really just around October through January ish, you have exhibits, uh, the nominations go in, you have a nomination party, which for the very first time this very past year, uh, the 2020 awards for ABN, I, Bridget B, hosted the AVN nominational party, which took place virtually. And I was so proud. I was so fucking excited. When one of the heads of AVN, Mr. Miller, who I adore, called me and told me, I started crying. I was like, what, What? me, they really like me? I was a crying idiot. It was such a genuine moment because you work so hard, no pun intended, but you really do. And as this podcast develops and as the YouTube, which the link is in the description of this podcast episode, dives into aspects of the industry that most people are not familiar about, you notice that we are indeed human beings, at the end of the day, we put on our jeans one leg at a time. So the barriers that I'm trying to knock down and the doors that I'm trying to open for future generations is because I myself have had such a wonderful experience. Now, don't get me wrong. The sacrifices that come with the understanding that, oh shit, if you Google me, you can indeed see everything and there is no stone left unturned, is definitely something that most people can't wrap their heads around. And that's where judgment and morality and beliefs come into play. What happens with you as a performer is your own experience and no one can take that away from you. So that's my disclaimer. Now, not everything is kumbaya. Ja? What the fuck? <laughs> not everything is kumbaya. We're not all holding hands around a, uh, a pit of fire and doing seances and, you know, loving each other. No, the, the industry is competitive. It's cutthroat. And like any other healthy environment, you need in my belief, competition, this whole narrative of everyone gets a gold star. No, everyone's a winner could not be fucking less true for me. Now, roll your eyes if you'd like, but I believe healthy competition is necessary and vital for any industry. Because not everyone is good at whatever industry they're in. Sometimes you got to give kudos to people who stick it through and, you know, they should have quit 20 years ago and they're still trying. But if at some point you realize that, um, I'm having problems and issues with certain aspects of this career, then you have to wonder if you even belong in such a career. Which brings me to a topic that is pretty, um, it's a common thread. And that's the topic of, is this a popular contest? Let's take it down into two individual parties. Between the major players, which are the producing, directing companies, and the performers. Is this a popular popular contest for Amongst companies, sure, because you as a company, you want to be in the best limelight possible and available to you in these expos, in these award shows. So when you are at, say, AVN VN in Las Vegas in January, we have an expo that takes part a couple of days before the actual award night on Saturday night where there are meeting greets and people signing, et cetera. Major players of the industry are vying for the same space on the floor. There's only X amount of space available. So who gets the biggest booth at the award show? The one who pays the most money. That's just, wouldn't that be common sense? If I'm going to pay and I don't know how much they charge um, let's say it's $5,000. If I'm paying $5,000 again, whatever that number is, and that gives me that space, I will provide the best entertainers because eventually, hopefully I make my money back through the DVD sales, through the merchandise, whatever. Then there's a performer, the floor, which is how they refer to it as, are taken well in advance. So at that point, whatever the arrangement is between the company and the people who are hosting whatever award show it is, if they have an expo, that's who gets that position in the floor, which is essentially a leading cause as to a very controversial topic that is brought up every fucking year. Are the votes paid for? We'll get into that later. So if that is what's happening amongst the companies, what's happening amongst the performers is even worse. The popularity contest there is, holy shit, girl, did you get invited to sign? Where are you signing at? What are you doing? Where will you be? Where are you feature dancing? Are you working? Are you, are you performing? Are you presenting an award? Who's the host? B- blah, fucking blah. So, during my long-standing career, fun fact, I haven't always signed. Not at all, because in earlier parts of my career, I took advantage. And this is where I think steps ahead. I thought, well, if so many performers won't be available, I'm going to make myself available because I wanted to work. At that point, I wasn't getting many scenes. I was brand new, yada, yada. So in order for me to advance myself, I had to go out there and get my work. I did have an agent But I had to make myself very known very quickly. The only time I had advantage over the quote unquote more popular performers quote was when these award shows were occurring. Because for a couple of days before the shows or a couple of days before the expos, people were so busy that they weren't doing scene work. Well, Bridget B went in and I snagged myself a movie every day. There were years where you never saw me at the award shows because I was always on set. But I it was vital to my long-standing career to do that. And I learned very quickly that there is not anyone but you who's going to make you into who you want to be. And as I've mentioned before on this podcast, like Bridget Bardot said, if I was, I knew I had to be good at this because I wouldn't be good at anything else. So, and I'm paraphrasing there (laughs) per usual. So I, early in my career, I did my marketing techniques in terms of making myself available to the companies that I always wanted to work for, who took an opportunity on me being a new girl because there was no one else available. Because they were all getting ready for the damn award shows. And then as my career progressed, I was finally able and then invited to sign. And my very first company I signed for was Elegant Angel. Shout out to them. Fucking love them for it. And as a performer who always puts work first, the key to my personal longevity has been my motivated decisions. This is why many, many try to duplicate. But oh honey, one can imitate, but one can never, ever duplicate. the red carpet of any award show is such a special and sexy experience make sure and you head over to the dirty blonde podcast youtube come to life as we experience my personal red carpet history with some of my most iconic glamorous gown moments take a look and i hope you enjoy and each year each event has held such a special place for me from the very first one because i was scared shitless to my first avn being invited to sign for a company shout out elegant angel to being pissed off because our celebrity act cardi b was hours late which was so rude to more of the latest ones where i actually won fucking awards like i said it's literally impossible to narrow down to any one particular moment they all hold such a special time for me in my career and in basically my heart so with that being said let's touch on one thing that I mentioned earlier and it's a really big one and it's an ever so lovingly topic of is the industry award shows valid, which is why the topic that I mentioned earlier about the validity of these award shows, are they or aren't they, hits so close to me because I am one of those performers that truly appreciates each and every one of them. So let's dive into this gem of a subject because any of my co-workers who are listening to me and anyone who thinks opposite of what I do will hate me. I I don't give a fuck. This is my opinion and it's my show, so I'm going to tell you. Oh my god, let me let me breathe before I even get into this one. There is a topic that comes up every fucking award season since i've been in the industry and i'm sure it was there before i was where the question is well did they deserve it they or the the statement of oh yeah she probably sucked so and so's dick to get there whatever it is or yeah that company paid so much money that their lead actors are the ones winning Let's first of all relax with that, (laughs) and like I mentioned early in this episode, I have certain beliefs, and I'm very consistent with my beliefs. The same way I feel if I had a son or daughter in a little league game, or you know, they were playing soccer or something, football, and everyone. In that team won an award for being sports kids you know what I mean where you know sportsmanship where there's certain communities or groups that don't believe in showing you know a, a player being better or MVP no no everyone wins so everyone gets a gold star I would take my kid out facts. I don't want my future child to be in an environment where competition is looked at as less than. Fuck no. Sometimes in this world, some people just are better. Some people work harder. Some people think faster. And it's not good and it's not bad either. It is just different. And it's what makes this world go round. So when a situation like in an award show in an industry that is already looked at as fucked up. To have such animosity and negativity amongst the performers. Because some performers choose to be extremely verbal on social media and in places where fans will see, giving a more in-depth look into their thoughts it's great. You know, shout it from the rooftops. If you don't like something, please, I'm doing it. It's my first amendment, freedom of speech. I truly believe in it. Fighting every day to make sure it stays that way. So, Every year during award season, when yet another performer comes out and, oh, you know, fuck this. That person shouldn't have won. It should, you know, at some point, you need to look at yourself and realize maybe that performer was better than me. <gasps> Dare I say. And if that's the case, what can I do to win next year. But then what if you don't win? Does that mean you're a bad performer? Absolutely not. Because if I would have had that train of thought, ladies and gentlemen, I would have quit years ago. (laughs) This bitch didn't win shit. Because at the end of the day, if winning an award is what validates you, not only as a person, but as a performer in the industry then you have bigger issues than award will ever solve you need to come into this industry with a thick skin with a you know a strong understanding of who you are because it's competitive and it will cut you down if you allow it to so you at some point you need to figure out what is it about the awards that makes you so pissed off And if it's the fact that you think that someone is sucking someone's dick in order to win that award, I'm going to tell you what, that is absolutely not true because I have never, and I will say this until the day I fucking die, have done anything other than work my ass off literally and figuratively to get to where I am today and to where I am going. So all these negative comments that stem from whatever entitled positions people think they are deserving is where I step in and say, listen, you making this comment is is saying that I, Bridget B, did X, Y, and Z to win 2020 MILF Performer of the Year when I did not. However, does that speak for everyone else's experience? Absolutely not. But for me, I can stand firm in my two feet and proud that the longevity of my career and my awards have been out of my own sheer will, sweat, blood, and damn tears. (laughs) It's the same competitive feeling that I would have if I was part of a baseball team and I worked so hard and I worked, you know, woke up at 5 a.m. to hit the batting cage only to not win MVP because so-and-so is the son of the coach. I would be like, can we look at points? Can I don't know about baseball. <laughs> can we look at the scorecard, I guess, and see throughout the year and see why he got that or why she got that MVP award? I will want to look at the facts, and that's where these award shows are so vital and necessary to us as an industry because you have judges. You have nomination parties, you have um, categories, over a hundred categories in certain specific award shows that gives credit. And gives light and give a positive view to others who might not be familiar to such categories. And sometimes you just need a different point of view. And I think award shows do a really good job at that. I've always said that there are way too many people who think that porn is just easy street. And when you really get down to the basics of it, to where here I am, hopefully opening up some sort of different point of view, as I mentioned earlier, it's because if not winning an award and feeling entitled for X, Y, Z is such a burden, a lot of people would be eliminated from this career choice because at the end of the day, there are more negatives than positives. You can't get a bank loan. People look at you weird. People look at you with judgment. You can't even get an Uber driver who doesn't recognize you. And for an industry that's over a billion dollars, there's still so much taboo around it. Awards allow us to finally be lit in a positive light. And I think it's so vital and so important. And although we did go virtual this year, and I'm looking forward to it coming back, I know that this is something that means so much to us as a whole. And just because individuals might not have the best things to say about it, they shouldn't knock down the hard work that everyone else does, have, made. And that just means maybe you need to work a little bit harder or maybe it's just not a career for you. Listen, lovers, my belief system is all mine. (laughs) What I come and say is my personal experience, my personal opinions, And I am just of an old school mentality. And if it's not something that you absolutely agree with, that's absolutely fine. I respect that more than you will ever know. I'm just happy to be able to have a platform. And again, hopefully open your eyes to a different point of view. So if this comes a little bit harsh, I hope you get out of this sort of the deeper meaning of what the award season means to me to the industry as a whole and that is a wrap for this week thank you so much for listening to the dirty blonde podcast i am thrilled to have you here don't forget to rate subscribe leave a review, like, do all the sexy things anywhere you pod, especially on iTunes. It's again, as I mentioned in another episode, we are charting and it's all because of you. Stay tuned to next week's episode. And until then, stay dirty, my friends. (laughs) Love ya. Bye.